1: All right,
0: all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Tabor running the board this morning. Appreciate you guys spending a little part of your day with us. We're always happy to hear from you. 888 7762 which is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line and hotline. Again, it's 888 7762 Your comments, your texts. Uh, the more smarthy, the better. Smarmy. I like the word smarmy. Smarthy or
1: smarmy. We'll take both. And we'll
0: take both. I, I forgot to read my dictionary this morning. We, and anyway, we answer to a lot, do Someone we? that, uh, and we get called a lot, and someone who uh, also gets called a lot, but for good reasons, if your pet is ill or if you just need a wellness checkup, shots, whatever, go check out my friend, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165 North. in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. All right, Jamie, so we're in the summer season now, and this is my first year back as a high school coach in, in a very long time. Uh, you know, sometimes you get bonuses, sometimes not. Uh, colleges, you if you did well, you get a bonus. You know, it's the contract time. You know, June 1st is a, usually your contracts. Um, we had a football coach in the state of Louisiana that got a $25,000 uh, bonus uh, after a couple years. Now, this happened – uh, several years ago, over in Streetport, Parkway was playing Live Oak High School. And uh, now, this was the ArcLitech's homepage uh, that reported all of this. And the former Live Oak head football coach is a guy named Barry Musamesh. Who? Yeah, Barry. Uh, uh, Musamesh, I think, is, is his Let's name. Let's go with Moose. Mo- Musamesh. Let's go with Moose. Yeah, that would be pretty easy. Anyway, um, he was, it, it was kind of semi national news. His team was warming up, and there was a dispute about whether uh, the band should be on the field and playing or his team should be playing. It's a playoff game, I think. And he said, look, I'm not going to leave because we're warming up. And the principal there is a lady named Nicole Bourgeois, was the principal at Parkway at the time. She said, look, I'm the principal. Get off the field. And the guy said, no, I'm not getting off the field. And she turned to the law enforcement uh, there, and she said, cuff him uh he later and he was cuffed and escorted from they got a great picture of the football coach walking away in handcuffs uh later on musumesh sued the principal the school system and also the police department now the bozier school's attorney said that the settlement was for both parties to move on uh got 25k
1: like how, how long has this been protracted out? A uh, couple, years. couple yeah, years. A couple so it's years. It's taking two years for him to get his twenty-five grand for not taking his team off the field for warm-ups to allow the Parkway Band to do their thing. Uh, well, no, that sounds like now I would expect this from David Feaster. I would have expected Feaster would have told the principal to go, you know, give her the Wa- Hawaiian symbol of love, and now, I'm not going to take my, fi- my team yeah. off the field. But
0: I don't know. This wasn't fe- this, this this was, was the other ap- guy. This, this was, was lava li- li- and yeah. you know, people have their. You know everybody's you know look when you're putting on an event basketball football but whatever it is there is like a lot of kids that play in the band. Mm-hmm. I mean there's more kids that play in the band than play football. Right. All right so you got two parents or in this day and age you probably got three or four cuz you got step parents. So there's a bunch of people there to see different things. You got the drill teams, the cheerleaders, the bands of both schools. So there's a lot of stuff there and only a certain amount of time to get everything in. So you typically will do a script, okay? This this team, or the band is going to be, you know, both teams are going to warm up on both ends, and it, uh, you know, 35 minutes before the game, the band will come on. For, and apparently, and I don't know, I don't know anybody involved here, but apparently the script wasn't even put out, or they didn't agree with it, what have you. Uh, coaches, and I, I'm going to include myself in this, Jamie, we are creatures of habit. Yes, you are. Uh, don't jack with our routine, all right? That's why people like home games and play, because it's sort of the same routine. When college teams or pro teams go on the road, when they put the lockers up, you know, when they put every individual's lockers, they'll take pictures and hang up everything just like they do it at home. It's a very ritualistic type deal. And so anything to throw off your your rhythm or throw off what you're doing will make people, it'll it'll get them out of sync. So if this guy's used to warming up, that's what he's going to do. But ultimately, there is a game administrator, and that game administrator typically is the principal. And the principal is going to have final say-so over everything that you do. And in this case, uh, it cost the school board $25,000. The school board attorney, a guy named John Geis, uh, quote, we're not dealing with a situation where anybody did anything wrong and is paying for it. My question about this okay. So, so my question is, okay, why'd you write dude to check for twenty five
1: grand? I I didn't do anything. Could I get a check for twenty five grand? To make him go away. Um, all right. Normally and I don't know how well high school games are scripted. I'm gonna go right off on the right out of the gate here and say that that I don't I, I give a lot of credit for being able to put on a high school football game is probably a whole lot harder than I think it is. And uh but you would think they would have, okay, at, at 8.05, you know, the Live Oak band or the uh, Parkway band takes the field. Uh, Parkway or Live Oak, you've got to be finished with your warm-ups by 8 or 7.30, let's say because games usually start at 7.30 in high school. So you would think this would be scripted in advance. Everyone would know, the, the you know, hey, let's go over this ahead of time. But as we knew last year in, in basketball, in high school basketball, we had a team show up in the other – Oh, yeah, we, it's tomorrow. We had to move the game, and the principals didn't talk to each other. So we know sometimes some lapses in communication take place. Uh, I think they happened this year. Or somebody, uh, no, we're playing tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Jenny, we got people up the get lesson. crazy. They do. All right,
0: look, coaches get crazy. Principals get crazy. Athletic directors, superintendents, especially when you're dealing with a higher-level uh, sporting event, a 5A thing in Louisiana, because you're talking about a lot of money. And Parkway actually being one of the premier programs in the state of Louisiana, especially at that time. Right. Uh, you know, they were notoriously uh, difficult, uh, I think, to, to get radio and things in there. You ever want to set Nick White off, ask him about that sometime. So, but I don't know any of the people involved. All I can tell you is that uh, when they settle with you for $25,000 and your attorney comes on and says, Hey, just because we're paying $25,000, we didn't do anything wrong, and uh, we're just ready to move forward. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, again, you know, twenty five thousand dollars is a lot to a to a high school, and um, Parkway is is, is known, I mean, I, I can tell you that in the past, and I'm not, I'm not. This is not Rip David Feaster day because he's, you know, he's gone through a lot. Lately.
0: I I, met, I I don't know the man. I've got a really yeah. good friend of mine that's close with him. Good coach. Uh, yeah, I think people are, all say that. Uh, late of
1: Darbone Woods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Little personality issues from time to time, but he's a good coach. And uh,
0: who doesn't have personality issues? I got personality issues. Do
1: you ever? Uh, but you don't we all? Like twenty five grand now? Oh yeah. I, you, listen, you know what three hundred did to me, so don't ask for twenty. We, we have a lot of
0: law enforcement that listen. Can they come and take yeah. you? Cuff him.
1: Cuff him. Well, oh, they'd like to. I think if Tim, if you're listening, I've, I've been I've been a good boy. How cool would that uh, be if
0: you had your personal security force around yes. you all the time? And anybody you like, the person that cuts in front of you in traffic. Hey. Cuff that guy. Cuff that guy. Yeah, you know they, they break in front of you at the line, uh, you know, wherever you – hey, cuff that dude.
1: <laughs> you, you know, here's the thing. Uh, I tend to give people that cut in line in front of me a pass because I'm so short that I'm often overlooked. And I can – oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you standing there. So I understand that. That's that's perfectly normal for me, and I don't. I've, it's happened to me so much in my life. I, it, I don't take it personally anymore because I. Really, oh, they look. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see. It's, it's quite all right, man. Go ahead. Okay, so, you know, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't come up to your kneecaps, but it's okay. So I got a question um, for you. Sure.
0: Have you ever been driving down the road, and I, this is <laughs> completely not to do with sports, but it's kind of yeah. funny. Uh, you ever been driving down the road, and you see somebody driving like an idiot? All right, there it is. A complete. There are accident waiting to happen. There. Sure. You know, they're they're dangerous. They're. And then you pull up beside them like like a red light, and you look over at them, and they're exactly who you thought they would be. <laughs> like, yep, that's about
1: right. I always kind of tend to go by a hat. If they're wearing a, uh, you know, something of a, uh, 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 she's wearing a hat, or he's wearing a hat. Yeah, I just, I kind of, I bet you that guy. Well, they're stuck on
0: the cell phone. Yes. The, the cell phone, they're texting and it doesn't look like they could spell to
1: begin with. And they almost <laughs> took your back bumper yeah. off. you yeah. didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. I, oh, hey, hey, I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah, know that, and yeah. You,
0: you drive up by I'm like, yep, that makes perfect sense. And you're just mm-hmm. wondering, you know, you know they're going to wreck somebody.
1: Yeah, question it, is who? But in this case, the, the Parkway principal uh, said, hey, I just want you to, uh, let's finish up the warm-ups. We've got to put our Sterling Parkway Panther uh, high school band on the field. I mean, you know, you got to think about her perspective. Look, we've got parents that pay a lot of money for our their kids to be in the band, and they're performing, so you got to, you know, live oak, uh, quit being a dead oak and, and get the hell off the field. Because, moose Mesh. Doug right. tells me, it's Coach mesh.
0: Moose Mesh. How do you, uh, that.
1: Just for, for those of us who are, are linguistically challenged, how do you spell Moose Mesh? I don't know. Does it have that on there? Okay. FS and
0: Farville, uh, police yep. shouldn't be taking orders from high school principals. Here's the difference, FS they're not working as part of their usually i I say this usually i know this was the case they're essentially off the clock uh, when when i when Mm -hmm. i was in yeah you're just you're hiring them to come in in uniform and you're hiring them as uh part-time school board employees because they're getting a check from the school board Mm -hmm. so they're part-time school board employees so yeah they're actually working for you at that point Mm -hmm. although they have to adhere to all the rules and regulations and, and what have you but you know, it's sad, the fact that, uh, you know, if you're – I'm thinking if I'm the – look, I've been an athletic director. I've gotten uh, – Jamie, I know you find this hard to believe. I've actually gotten in disputes before with people.
1: Really? I, yeah, I know, right? I mean, I mean, the great the, – the, okay. Yeah, just, you know, but
0: you have to have confr- – The great communicator? Look, let me t- let me explain something to you. Confrontation is not a bad thing when it's done correctly. It's not. Confrontation is not a bad thing when it's done correctly. Don't, you don't have to go out and look for it all the time, although I know people that do. But my question is here, if I'm the principal and the guy won't get off the field, I'm simply going to go find the principal from Live Oak hmm. or, or I'm going to have, so, hey, I'm going to get him on the phone. Uh, you need to get, or the athletic director or the, uh, a lot, most, a lot of schools in the, in the state of Louisiana and all over the country will have an athletic superintendent. He'll be an assistant superintendent, an athletic director for the parish or hmm. county or whatever. Hey, you need to get your boy off. And then you say, you know what, if they won't do it. And then you you go to those. I mean, that's a nuke button. Do you really want to push that? But uh, I
1: have a, a, a follow up, if I may. Uh, okay, so we know he was cuffed before the game. All right. So was like, did he got like a get out of jail? Free car to coach the game, or did they? Or did they take him off? And I the coach assistants had to coach against.
0: I think they brought him back for the game. I'm like not certain. I'll, I'll Google beautiful. that during the break. If you yeah. guys know the answer to that, let me know. I just I pulled the arclatex uh, page, and it's, it came up in my news feed, and I had somebody send it to me. And so, yeah, I, I think he coached the game. But did
1: we, uh, did we know if Live Oak had to pay any kind of uh, restitution or get out of jail money, bail? Sure I think that, that's I'm called sure bail
0: money. I don't think they arrest him. I think they just cuffed him. Would be my guess because you're not. Although I technically, you could say maybe he's trespassing or what have you. But you know, here's the deal. And and Richie, Richie points this out. I do know when it comes to football, lack of proper warm-ups leads to actual physical injuries. The band practicing a version of to today's pop hit isn't that important compared to the health of the student athletes. Richie, I agree.
1: Richie, I would agree with you too. But like a lot of parents don't feel that way. Well,
0: no. Yeah. If my kid's in the band, yeah. Uh, he's got just as much right to be out on that field as anybody else. I agree with you on the injury part of it. Again, I'm putting on my administrator hat. Anthony goes, the halftime band performance is not enough. No, Anthony, no. The best thing, and we'll go to break on this one. I was coaching a while back, and I'm not going to tell you where, and there was a dispute between the football coach and the drill team sponsor. And the drill team sponsor made a remark that said, you know, hey, look, People, more people come to argue the, the games because of the drill team than the football team. And the football coach famously said, look, I'll tell you what, why don't you every Friday night in the fall have a drill team concert and we won't play football. See how many people show up for that.
1: Hmm. I've got a quick uh, – you know, Mark Kramer and I went to the, uh, to the uh, West Monroe-Zachary game. Oh, we'll have to get to this other Nobody side was cuffed. No, I, I have a – on the other side of the break, I have some friendly advice to my good friends at West Monroe High School – involving the band, uh, if somebody comes in the future. I'm just going to say, and I, I'm i almost to the point where I think most of the West Monroe fans would agree with me. Cool. So let's go back on the other side of the break.
0: Jamie and West Monroe, a marriage made. I don't know where it's made. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, well, listen do. to Sports Talk 97.7. Walter Fox, Tabor, running the board. The segment brought to you by our friends, G.B. Cooley. We do have a few friends. We do. Reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, folks. Louisiana Special Olympics. Back in a minute. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, rolling here. Uh, by the way, Jamie, I need to say, uh, and for you guys that did not take history or slept through it in high school, uh, June
1: 6th. Today is June 6th.
0: Pretty pretty big day in uh, American history, D-Day.
1: Oh, it is indeed. anniversary. Uh, again, thanks to all who have served, uh, including our uh, esteemed producer, John Tabor, and many others who uh, make it possible for all of us to have the freedoms we enjoy, and we are very, very grateful. Yeah, big day in history, D-Day, and uh, one that we should never, ever forget. Yep. Uh,
0: one hundred sixty thousand people went ashore. Uh, Ten thousand people died mm. almost instantaneously uh, coming out of those things. And uh, so, yeah. At sh- any rate, sh- uh, uh, you know, I, there are no words to express your uh, or our support. And I say our, I know you feel the same way with with Tabern and and everyone else listening. We might all have our differences, but at the end of the day, we all bleed the same red American
1: blood. Well, just think about it. It, it wasn't you who spilled the blood. It was, as Terry said, about 10,000 lost their lives. As soon as those U-boat uh, lifts went down, uh, a bunch of young men younger than us lost their lives that we can never replace. So, again, our thanks and gratitude. All
0: right, so let, let's stay in i had somebody send me this over the break and you know sometimes do you know i tell you what i think and i get on millennials all the time jamie i think we've lost common sense well because they deserve it
1: yes <laughs> I- indeed and we can say that because it's our show I'm, I'm sorry because they deserve it most of the time they,
0: they've they, we've lost common sense in america yes, go to any youth baseball basketball football game watch the parents Mm-hmm. We, we've lost common sense. Well, how about this one? This is in Lafayette. I have my friend I'm in Lafayette, Louisiana. And we're going to stay on the educational vein because, by the way, the, uh, the principal at Parkway.
1: Attractive lady.
0: Uh, yes. She was suspended or placed on probation by the LHSAA for a year. And the school was responsible for all the hearings, uh, everything else. Obviously, they deemed, the LHSAA deemed she was wrong. They made her revise her itinerary for games uh cetera, and now she's an administrator in, uh, in the Shreveport school system. And, you know, best love to her. I don't know any of the people involved, but uh, interesting. But the coach ends up getting 25K. Here's another one. Let's stay in South Louisiana. Your friend's, uh, it was a Cajun elementary school um, down in Lafayette. Mm-hmm. You know, every year teachers give out awards, or schools will give out awards like the best history student or, you know, the most proficient in math. Or, you know, if it's a faith-based school, they'll give a Christ-like award. You've done good. Uh, yeah, yeah, you've done. You've, you've done, done good. good. You know, back mm-hmm. in the day, they used to give favorites. Well, they can't do favorites anymore because the people that are not favorites might, serve you know, get irrevocable uh, damage done to them.
1: It used to be just candy and a Coke or something. Yeah, but, but now, now you can't give them sugar. So anyway, in
0: Lafayette, how about this? In first grade, and again, this is goes to the judgment of your people involved. But you know, you get most improved, best conduct, awesome attitude. That's what you give out to the little kids during the commencement ceremonies. Uh, There was a little kid down there. that They list his name. He's a first grader at Evangeline Downs in elementary in in Lafayette. He's now on his way to second grade. I think they were sweating that one. He's a jockey's kid. But during his class's honor program, the teacher awarded him the Class Clown Award and the Most Talkative Award and gave him a red clown nose.
1: I, I see the I see the lawsuits coming oh coming my up. gosh yes the most talkative and the most clown I don't know uh, that's setting the bar kind of low uh, how did the parents respond to that did we uh, well we, this the, could be the grandmother, another I see another 25,000 being doled out here
0: the uh, the grandmother said hey the class clown award represents his personality oh, he's okay. a good kid with a big imagination and he loves dinosaurs and transformer but quote as far as being funny making people laugh jokey jokey. That's why we gave him the award. No, he's not like that.
1: Uh, Well, I think think, look, we're your teacher. Look, why not the Riddlin Award for something like that? Look, Jamie,
0: I've, I've been an administrator, and I've dealt with a bunch of different coaches. And sometimes you just have to say, "What are you thinking of?" The majority of administrators' times are dealt dealing with stupid stuff like this. When you're like, do it, what, what, did you look in the mirror and read it out loud and say, and now we're going to give a first grader a red clown nose and most talkative. Did did you not read that?
1: This is one of those things where everybody does not need a trophy. Nobody needs a trophy and we don't need to reward, you know, bad behavior. Uh, which, you know, I know this kid maybe maybe needs a little medicinal help or, or, or whatever. Maybe yeah, who knows? A, but you give it a first grader that, and just
0: let him go to second grade. let him be somebody else's problem. As they say, don't
1: feed the animals. Let it be right. somebody else's problem next year. You're done. Don't feed the animals. And the lady will probably
0: end up losing her job. You know, the, like the coach. The coach has moved on from Live Oak. He's now uh, offensive coordinator at uh, one of the Jefferson Parish schools down there. Uh, ultimately, it just comes down to communication, right. and you go find. You know, my dad told me that when I was a kid. Find the person that makes decisions. Deal with that person. Don't deal with all the people that talk to the people that talk to the people that make the decision. Go find the guy that makes the decision.
1: Yeah, if your school cafeteria worker is going to make the difference, where you're six foot eight, uh, strong, forward signs, that's the one you want to get to know. Uh, best if if she, if she's in his ear. Uh, Terry, uh, you're talking about going to somebody who will listen. I uh I'm putting on a, a, a somewhat of a. Uh, this is a. Uh, what is it, public access, uh, public uh, – this is a, a good uh, bit of advice to my good friends at West Monroe High School, okay? Uh, now, I told you before we went to break that Mark Kramer and I went to uh, to see that spine-tingling, tentilating game between uh, Zachary and West Monroe, which uh, the Broncos won late on that one. And um, I had not been to West Monroe game in years. Very impressed uh, with the new stadium, very impressed with all the, the pageantry, the drama. I just want to ask this year for the sake of all that is right and holy and good, and I'm not against the playing of Dixie, okay? I know that's the Russman or Rebels, all that good deal. And it's not the whole thing. They play a little bit of a snippet, the opening of Dixie. And I think that's a good thing. You know, hey, we've got a first down, You know, you know. Okay. Let's limit it, though, to like twice a quarter, because by the time that game was over, I think I counted 2,486 times the opening snippet of "Dixie" was played by the West Monroe band. Okay, now it was it was pretty inspiring at first, and uh, and I again I was inspired by the performance of the rebels and inspired by the performance of the band at West Monroe. Inspired by everything. I bet they got to practice. But I was so battle weary. That's I, I like that kind of you know battle weary of listening to the opening snippet. I say, let's do it this way. Play it twice a quarter. Let's say a, a really key first down. And and those of you that are Westboro fans, chime in if you think I'm crazy or it, which you, I know you think I am. But don't you think that's a, maybe a, a move in the right direction? And then when they score a touchdown, play the whole damn song. I'm for <laughs> it then. I mean, let cut loose, right? But when you're doing it 4,286 times, I found myself, am I pulling for Zachary at this point? I can't believe I'm pulling against West Monroe because if they play Dixie one more damn time, I think my head's going to explode, or at least the opening snippet. So play it, uh, it, and I'm Presbyterian, so let me put this out there. We believe everything in moderation except for good whiskey. So uh, this is my point. Everything in moderation, my good friends at West Monroe. But but overall, uh, good luck to the Rebels in 2018. I'll be pulling for them. And uh, little, little, take it take it with a grain of salt. But uh, at some point, I don't want West Monroe being sued for $25,000 because they played the opening snippet from Dixie 4,286 times. i a little
0: bit different. I could care less what people play. It doesn't matter to me. It, it really doesn't. But
1: it, was, I, but it pounds in your head for the next week and a half, Terry. It's earplugs, an issue. It's earplugs. an issue. Well, I, we didn't have yeah, that. Lo- yeah. I didn't know. We didn't have that luxury, and I didn't know it was going to be that. But, you know, I say
0: – Was Mark Kramer offended? Of Kramer, Kramer, not offended by anything.
1: No, I think, and I'm not. Again, the song up. that that's not the one. It's the number of times. Had you played? Uh, play that funky music. Play that fun, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Had it been any anything? It wasn't the song. It was just the number of times. It was. It, if you played a, what is it? Casey and the Repetition Band. Casey and the uh, Sunshine, Sunshine Band. Sunshine, Casey and the Sunshine Band. I caught the repetition. Yes, I mean over. And over. <laughs> you, know, and, and people, you know what I'm talking about because you've been driving. Around, I can't get this damn song out of my mind. Why can't I get past this? It's Wednesday, June 6th. Why can't I get that? Because you hear it over and over and over again. Anyway, do we have uh, anybody chiming yeah, in F, on that? F, thank, thank you, FS, FS. is saving us again.
0: He said, uh, Puff, my pet peeve is PA announcers who think they're a play by play announcers. Uh, again, good not I point. dealt with one of those guys this year. I, I saw two games. I'm not going to call the school out. But uh, this guy literally was trying to get an ESPN contract. You're a play-by-play announcer. And, and I've done, uh, I've done the, a couple of announcings at football games before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got a, I talked to Nick White, mm-hmm. who is as good as they get in the business. I have a really good friend of mine who used to be the marketing director and did all the communications and hired everybody for a Major League Baseball team. Mm-hmm. A really close friend of mine. I called him. And uh, irreducible minimum was the words that he used for me. He liked just basic stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Irreducible minimum.
0: Jones oh. passed to Smith, first down, wash it out. Whoever it would be, mm-hmm. right? But you get some of these cats that are literally auditioning for Sports Center.
1: We have that locally too, again in the form of Turkey Leg. Uh, the PA announcer at Richwood, which by the way, they, they they took a stroke. They they were went out on the limb and let Nick Harrison do it for quarter. Or a half, and did a, he did a fantastic job because he did the minimum. He gave down distance right. play, but turkey leg gives you a running com and, and telling, including telling the kids not to cross U.S. 165 South, so they may get hit by their car. So, but that was that was a little uh, uh, less is more at Richwood. They would get mad at me for saying that, but I'm again, I don't want to go to a game to be. I want to be worn out from the performance on the field, not from the ringing in my ears. So turkey leg, if you're listening, uh, you're good at what you do. Just do it with a little less gusto and and give us down distance. You know, plays and, and that and comes and
0: from the N one stuff, Jamie. And that's yeah. that's entertaining if you've ever seen that. That you know, and different people do things different ways. It's like the band or the announcers; they're doing what the people in charge or their consistency wants them to do. And I think it just depends on the school. It depends on the sport.
1: Well, that's what I hear. Um, they want them to do that.
0: You know, and, and that's all great. It's not really my forte, but, but I'm an I'm old guy. Uh, and, and, by the way, Greg, it wasn't Washtenaw. It was uh, I did the, uh, just so you guys will know, I, I filled in, I think, twice I did the uh, the PA for uh, OCS. Uh, but, again, irreducible minimum. Pass to Smith, first down. That's it. Mm-hmm. End of the quarter, 7-0,
1: uh, you know. Of course, your problem was, of course, being able to decipher the yard. Garbage and so forth wasn't it well yeah did you have a spotter
0: uh yeah but he was mia oh. he showed up for like the first five minutes and then he went to the concession stand it might be it might have been the principal from parkway that cuffed him because i never saw the dude again all right <laughs> he was and i'm sitting there trying that's harder than it looks because you're trying to do dial down a distance yes what happened quickly and then get ready for the next play and the and the play clock is going so uh at some point you're just like second down.
1: so you had to do that on your own <laughs> yes God.
0: Yeah, I'm not that good to begin with. The first time I've done it, I'm like, man, I'm sweating
1: bullets up there, and it's a fairly close game. Well, you can imagine when you got 4,286 renditions of Dixie going on at the same time. you yeah. try to do that. Well,
0: maybe, that would, that, maybe that would reduce me. Uh, you're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, J.B. Fox. Lord knows what we're going to get into in the next uh, segment, but you're probably going to like it, or at least throw things at the wall if you don't. Uh, this segment brought to you by our friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializing in criminal offense, wrongful death, personal injury. Whatever you need, Bobby's the man for you. Give him a call today, 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Back in a minute. And welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, rolling here on a sixth day of June 2018, second half of the show. I uh, Got a little LeVar Ball update.
1: It's always Good time to have a Lavar ball. Well, update.
0: we're starting the Junior Basketball Association in a couple weeks, June twenty-first.
1: L- uh, acronym JBA. JBA,
0: and it's going to go head to head. This was uh, a Lamar announced this when he Lavar rather when he was going to start his own league, looking for kids who were looking for an NCAA alternative. Mm-hmm. Hence the Junior Basketball Association. His oldest son Lonzo. Uh, is the logo the silhouette of the Junior Basketball Association? Uh, he said that he was going to need top basketball talent, 17 to 19 year old guys, uh, and people were going to watch it. Nobody outside of his son, uh, no top 150 prospect has signed with Lavar's league, but it still didn't stop him from uh, charging. So he goes and gets ticked, uh, rents venues. Jamie, uh, 10,000 seat. Venues in Chicago, in uh, California, etc. Uh, the opener is going to be uh, in Ontario, Canada. Ticketmaster is selling for this. Uh, they've revised the seat charts a couple times now for his uh, his opener, which his son is playing in. And his son in California is going to draw some. This is Le- Lamelo. Lamelo. Yeah, okay. he's going to draw some in- some interesting. Uh, significantly less than a thousand seats have been sold at Ticketmaster. So and the far. seat,
1: the arena holds. Uh, I think,
0: yeah, 10,000, uh, it's not going well for the other teams though. And you got a Chicago team, you got a New York team, you got a Dallas team, you got an Atlanta team, um, June 26th. And this, you know, if you're looking for something to do folks who want a little quick getaway out of town, uh, hop a flight to Chicago. Uh, you can go to the June 26th, the 10,387 seat wind trust arena in Chicago, uh, yep, there's still great seats available, folks. Come on down. Bring the kids as only 68 seats thus far have been sold.
1: Well, here's the thing. Uh, if if you want courtside, there are plenty available. Um, and here's the good news, too, is that um, – Lots of elbow and, and leg room, obviously, for you if you want to. You uh, could have your you own stretch out. section. And I'm saying with this uh, about 19 days away, I'm saying I don't think they're going to sell out. Uh, I feel comfortable this will not be a sellout, so those seats will still be available for you. Do charge like a hundred? But the, the G
0: League team, the, the G League, which mm-hmm. is the old D League, the mm-hmm. Gatorade bought, which you have some people that jump to the NBA from that. Uh, they charge ten dollars for seats.
1: No, but but Lavar Ball and his ultimate wisdoms charging about a hundred bucks. Yeah,
0: anywhere from seventy to a hundred.
1: Now here's the thing: if uh, and it, it looks safe, like it's not going to be a sellout. And this is just let's just take one venue for example, the Chicago venue. Uh, there's nine thousand. Uh, let's see, there's at least at least nine thousand seats left comfortably. Uh, I would assume this is like a guaranteed thing. So Lavar Ball has to make good on that. Uh, on that payment, does he not, to rent the arena? No,
0: Lonzo Ball has to make good on the pay.
1: Lonzo yeah. ba- The funny thing about venues like that, they don't let you pay after the
0: fact. This is know, For fine. example, if you want to go rent the Civic Center, right?
1: 6,000 seats.
0: Yeah, you want to go Maybe rent the Civic Center, you're going to say, hey, look, I'm going to have whatever event I'm going to have in there on October 5th. Okay, great. Uh, you're going to anywhere from three to six months, typically, uh, ahead, they're going to pay full payment. Because they got to pay security. they got to pay their people. Uh, it ain't like, well, we didn't have anybody show up, so we can't pay you. That deal ain't going to work.
1: My advice to LeVar Ball is, um, and, and this is what would work here, okay? We know our audience, right? Uh, I feel comfortable. I may even throw down a guaranteed payment if I can guarantee a monster truck pull here, right? Because you know a monster truck pull here is going to, you know, cars getting crushed and everything. That's going to bring out... Uh, you know, the uh, uh, creme de la creme in our area to go watch the monster truck pulls, and uh, but they will. That's that that is that's money well spent because you're going to at least break even. Lavar Ball is not going to break even in Chicago. I feel comfortable about that. I'm saying that 19 days out from the event, I feel like this is going to be an utter disaster. Again, uh, it is. I don't know how long they've been out in the market. Have we had Terry our first? Uh, quarterly earnings for Big Baller brand shoes. Well, I
0: don't don't think they put them out there, but Mark just – it's funny you mentioned that. Mark just texted in, you can buy Big Big Baller brand shoes on Amazon for 60% off now, 80% off if they're autographed. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of like the – you know, it's like fireworks on July 5th, buy one, get 27 free. Maybe that's what we're dealing with You know, here. this,
1: Lavar. you know who you remind It reminds me of uh, uh, Jethro Bodine on the Beverly Hillbillies. Those of you, go, go back in time with us, if you will. You remember when Jethro, did, of course, he was going to be a brain surgeon, a double, and this is when he was going through his double knot spots. Yeah, he was a double knot spot, or a fry yeah, cook. A fry cook, yeah, double fry cook, and double. And you remember, he, he takes the old truck, and he uh, reconditions it and puts a number eight wash tub uh, over the passenger side as a bulletproof, thing and and uncle jed's beside him in the car and he knocks on the thing, and you know jethro pulls it down he says boy how you gonna see out of that thing and jethro pulls the thing up and says ain't got all the bugs figured out just yet (laughs) i mean this is this is where we are this is where we are with LeVar ball i mean he ain't got all the bugs figured out just yet but he's going to spend money like a drunk gypsy no offense to drunk gypsies by the way and and try to Make money off of a of a shoe that that, yeah, that he's charging five hundred dollars for that that now you can get as, as Mark thanks for chiming in sixty and eighty percent off I mean look it's like it's like you're seeing you're the captain of the Titanic now this time it's no excuse you've got three days advance notice that iceberg is sitting there Lavar Ball please slow down the ship and move it. Damn okay. the torpedoes please, full speed ahead. Help me out, Terry, please. Well,
0: the, these basketball leagues are interesting, Jamie. We had, when I was in Fort Worth, we had something called the Texas Rim Rockers, the ABA League, which they still have these outlying basketball mm-hmm. leagues. And it's kind of like a football league. Minor league baseball is the only, and hockey in the north, minor league hockey, are really the only two that have ever been successful mm-hmm. to, to any extent mm-hmm. uh, in minor league play. You just Nobody has any interest in it. Uh, and it depends on your population, et cetera. But but basketball and football, none of those have ever been really successful. The the arena league to some extent is, is still around, but you know, like what we have up here years ago, they they had all these. I know when I was at Southeastern, we had, uh, the, like, the Bayou Beast
1: or something. It was we had some things semi-pro- and yeah,
0: we I, I mean, basically, it's it's We to, had the
1: moccasins in it, hockey. Yeah, and that's a
0: little bit different, and it, it worked for a while. It worked for a while. It, it worked really for a while. Yeah, uh, Hockey and baseball, the most creative people in the world are in the minor leagues in that sport. Mm-hmm. Basketball's never really worked. Football, to some extent, basketball's been the worst. And so we had a team called the Texas Rim Rockers. And they wanted to rent our facility. Now, this was a former NBA player that was involved with it. Uh, two, actually, former NBA players were involved with it. One highly credible, one not. Uh, and so they, they went and tried to rent the arena in Fort Worth. Uh, and they wanted like $10,000 every time they used that arena. And this is a fledgling operation in the ABA. So they came to us. And so I made a deal for them to use our facility and our in our and we had a gym. We didn't have an arena. We had everybody was calling it it was a gym. Uh, you know, it probably maybe maybe 1500 or so, right? And so they go out and get all these sponsors to open this thing up. They have uh, the entire back part of the gym. I mean they're going and they're charging $15 a person. Hmm. Well, part of the contract negotiation when I did it, they paid us X amount of dollars and and you know, they used our trainers, they had to pay for all that. But I got passes for all my players to get in the games because they're on campus in the summer going to summer school. Not too much to ask. Not too much. I mean, and they're like, oh, sure, absolutely. So our guys got – they had seating on the baseline with chairs and all this sort of stuff. So it comes time for the first game, and they're charging – fifty. now, this is back 15 years ago. They're charging $15, $20 a person. Now, my school was located – you could say it is a developing zone – if in I had, need
1: of in need of some urban renewal.
0: It was literally, uh, it, well, basically it was like being across the street from Carroll High School by the wreck over there. It was the neighborhood's very similar. It's an impoverished neighborhood. Great mm-hmm. people there, but great they, people. The, but the neighborhood was impoverished, mm-hmm. and so not a lot of people going to drive out there at night to watch games. Anyway, their first game they might have had thirty people, and fifteen of which were my players that didn't pay. Mm-hmm. They had all this food. They had all the stuff set up and our guys ate like kings because the restaurants gave the food away. Well, they were under false pretenses because they had paid to come in and sponsor it. So this goes on for a couple games and all of a sudden the players are not getting paid. Uh, So you see literally players quitting every day yelling at the coaching staff and the general managers. Uh, The coaches weren't getting paid. They were quitting. (laughs) It was a debacle. Uh, Ultimately, one time uh, they told me, "Hey, we can't pay for the arena," and so literally before the game, they were in the. Warm- I went and saw the referees in the locker room. Like, look, we're not playing the game until I get payment because we've got to have payment. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy wrote me a personal check. And it bounced. No, no, it, it, I, no. I cashed it first, and then put it, it deposited for the school. But at any rate, I think we're literally the only people that he paid, and he closed that thing down owing. Probably over $100,000. Oh
1: my so gosh.
0: Crazy stuff goes on. So you got to watch those venues like that. But if you have the Lonzo Ball money, yeah, you can pay to get it out. But I tell you what, you start renting out 10,000 seat arenas a bunch of times, it's going to start dipping into that uh, money that you have. If you listen to Sports Talk 97.7, Cherry Walter, Jamie Foxx. This segment brought to you by our friends at Spondaville. Pamper the special people in your life, folks. Spondaville, Monroe, 318 807 1060. Monroe. Back in a minute. And welcome back to Sports Talk 97.7 Terry Water, with Jamie Foxx closing down the edge here on a Wednesday. Uh, Kenny thinks half those 68 tickets sold are TMZ reporters. (laughs) Matt said, uh, don't pay LaVar any more money. He's a circus that needs to leave town. Uh, Going back to Jerry, we're talking about our our teacher down at Lafayette that gave the Red Nose Class Clown Award. Yes, yes. Translation, your kid has been terrible all year. The grandmother said that instead of the most talkative, it should have been future motivational speaker. I don't care how you slice it, being a teacher just isn't worth it
1: anymore. That's sad, too, because uh, teachers are the really the foundation of our society. Uh,
0: yeah, my wife's a teacher. I, I'm a, I I a teacher a right now. You're how a scary, teacher? How
1: scary is that? I'm teaching her kids. Well, I mean, you know, there's there's exceptions to every rule. And, Absolutely. And, Let uh, me give an
0: exception. I want to get into this because uh, I will be out. Thank you. Uh, you guys are going to handle it for me the next two days. I've Senator got a, Black and myself I've got a trip to go yeah. over uh, into Texas, but uh, uh, and I do appreciate you guys helping me out. But I want to get to this before I get out of here because I saw this, and I thought it was really interesting. Uh, Keith Olbermann, mm-hmm. uh, Barack Obama, Donald Trump, uh, Jerry Jones, All those people elicit a very strong response, negative or positive, right? Whether you like them, whether you don't. Nobody, nobody on all those cats, nobody goes, eh, they're okay. You either really like them or you really don't. I don't care what it is for you. But Keith Oberman recently came back from to ESPN after being fired about eight times. He kind of bounces around. And Keith Oberman, very famous, is a very, very good sportscaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, original on ESPN Sports Center and really got deep into the political arena. I had a show on MSNBC, which is political, uh, you know, uh, certainly to the left of anything progressive. Uh, very well known for his uh, very, in, in some cases, well, they're just vile Twitter remarks yeah, uh, with pretty, his language. is pretty strong language. So anyway, I'm just trying to give you some background here. Anyway, uh, the NHL is going on, the Stanley Cup, mm-hmm. and the, what is it, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not a NASCAR guy, so you guys that are, please forgive me, but uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., most popular driver in NASCAR, retired, I think, last year.
1: I think so. Anyway,
0: he's coming back uh, and take over the Cup Series race schedule, because uh, NBC is getting that from Fox, so Dale Earnhardt Jr. is going to be... Broadcasting the Cup Series event starting here in a couple weeks, on NBC. Very important NBC. You Howard Stern people will remember that one. Um, at any rate, he they bring him on in Game Four of the Stanley Cup Finals, and he does a little you know says a little bit about the hockey game, and then really leads into, hey, by the way, we're coming up. Uh, the The Cup Series is starting here in a couple weeks. I want you guys to join us, etc. So. And he's very active on social media. So, Keith Oberman, for some reason, um, he was on NBC Sports and NBC, NBC Washington's pregame show. This is Earnhardt. Keith Oberman, for some reason, tweets out this There is some kind of retired stock car or cab driver or something in the middle of NBC's Stanley Cup final pregame show. It's not that NBC doesn't take hockey seriously. It seems it's convinced it's necessary to make hockey telecast about other sports. Uh, He called him some kind of retired stock car or cab driver. The most popular guy in the sport. I mean, look, I don't know anything about soccer, but I know some of the popular stars.
1: What did Dale Earnhardt ever do to Keith Oberman?
0: Well, Dale Earnhardt responds with the Justin Timberlake uh, meme, which just shows him staring at him. And uh, so the funny thing about Oberman. is, you know the guy's been in sports and in, in journalism forever. There's a lot of cross promotion. For example, um, they had the Stanley Cup at the horse race, uh, the, the 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 Preakness, the big Lord Stanley's yeah. Cup sitting out in front of the stable. They do a lot of cross promotion, right? Across so either he doesn't like him personally, or he's just being Keith Oberman. But you know this is the most newly retired driver, the most popular driver. Uh, if he declaim, if he claims that something other than cross promotion doesn't work, I mean, what, what's what's wrong with the guy?
1: Really, it's Keith Oberman being Keith Oberman. I mean, that's how long
0: over uh, under till he just absolutely implodes and goes crazy on? Well, uh, he
1: has several times already, and that's why he's in the
0: middle of a broadcast and yeah. drops all the magic words. And uh, of course, they probably were promoting. And he's
1: not he's he's just not a very nice person uh, overall. And you can disagree with someone, or and I assume why. I, like I said, what has Dale Earnhardt ever done to you – know, If it's not a good look for ESPN yet again, and I don't know why they keep doubling down. and, and I mean, to me, this was not a good – but I, I, obviously they're smarter than I am, or they think they are, but I'm not the one that's losing subscriptions of the size of Ravel every month either. They are, and they continue to double down. And this is not – this is, again, a, another – Basically, giving the Hawaiian symbol of love or salute to viewers. If you don't agree with us, too bad. We're gonna we're gonna stuff Keep Overman in your face, whether you like it or not. And uh, you would think after a period of time they would learn, but uh, they their new show. I can't remember what it it starred. The three people it had it, it. basically went over about like Levar Balls. Well, I was
0: gonna say Levar had better
1: ratings and they had like 268 people watch it you know the first i can't remember who it was the really attractive lady and
0: dora the explorer like drew 10 times the ratings of the whatever the daylight Daylight or whatever whatever or here we
1: are or we're back and we've got we've spent four thousand you know 450,000 on a studio so like us and uh and people didn't um so but keith oberman is uh that's a group of folks and i don't i'm like you terry i don't follow nascar i'm i'm sorry to say but like I should, but it is uh, people that are fiercely loyal. They will spend their money as they see fit with advertisers whom they see fit with, and you generally don't want to insult them. You can they, they, They're good-natured. They'll laugh at themselves, but generally you don't want to. This is a core of people that you want in your corner. I'll just say like that. When the bullets start flying, to use an expression uh, that's probably not appropriate, but these are people that will cover your back for you. And they're by and large good, tax-paying, law-abiding citizens. Not perfect, but they love this country and they love them some NASCAR. And uh, it's the largest spectator Keith,
0: sport in the world, Jamie.
1: If I were Keith Oberman, I'd find I'd find another group of folks to, to poke the bear with, no, not that, NASCAR. That, that fits directly with with keepo. And you know, again,
0: he didn't hire himself. And no. so, good luck with that, ESPN. Um, again, uh, I think Michael Jordan said it best. You know, he goes back years ago. They ask him why he wasn't that politically active. He goes, hey, Republicans buy sneakers, too. So it's more of a uh, an economic thing and a lot of criticism with that and, and what have you. I'll go to sporting events. I just want to watch the sport. I, I don't need somebody to tell me how to think or anything. Matter of fact, like most games, I'll turn the volume down.
1: Terry, I heard uh, Clay Travis yesterday talking about advertising and how important it is to if, if someone's going to come to us right now and say, hey, I'm going to give you uh, another $2,500 a month, if you'll promote our, uh, uh, well, we got a movie coming out here locally that, that Sean and I talked to the producers, Rodney Ray and his wife, Jill, I believe they were, and, and we're all excited about this because they're doing something good for the community and giving back, and uh, it's going to be, uh, you know, a really great show coming out next month at Tinseltown. You have to go on uh, on their website to see it, but but. My point is um, we're going to do what we can to make people successful that advertise with us. We, we have a vested interest in it, and uh, we have a vested interest in them, and we hope they have a vested interest in us. So we're not going to turn and, and you know, we've had the same – this show has had basically the same lineup of advertisers for a long, long time, and don't believe for one second Terry and I take it for granted. Oh, we're very appreciative.
0: Let, let, me, let me leave you with this as my parting shot for the week. And you guys will be doing it tomorrow. Uh, irrespective of, again, what you think politically, I just want you to know that the upcoming uh, Trump-Kim Jong-un summit, that I, I guess, is back on now.
1: June 12th, supposedly.
0: Yeah. Well, don't worry, folks. Dennis Rodman is going to be in Singapore for this summit. I'm feeling much better He now. and Kim are buddies. Yeah, they are. Which tells you a lot about Kim. And he and Trump are buddies, which tells you a lot about Trump. <laughs> and it tells you about Rodman. so... Just think about this as you go to sleep tonight: Kim Jong Un, who has nuclear weapons; President Trump, who has nuclear weapons; and Dennis Rodman, who has eaten nuclear, weapons. who has eaten nuclear weapons, yes. and probably married one or 2 mm-hmm. uh, We'll all be sitting down to discuss the fate of the world. <laughs> hey, yeah. you sleep well, folks.
1: <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> We're Join us good, tomorrow. <laughs> if there is
0: a tomorrow. Yes. Uh, at any rate, thanks for uh, for listening, folks. We try to do some lighthearted stuff. Uh, we try to do some serious stuff from time to time. We're always appreciative of you. Thanks to our sponsors, uh, GB Cooley, reminding you to of support a of worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Don't delay. Call Bobby today, 318-324-1411. Our friends at Spa Neville. Uh GB Cooley. And our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, mm-hmm. North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. For JB Foxx, I'm Terry Walter. I will see you guys Monday.